Hi there, I am Jen Vasquez, a marketing strategist helping female entrepreneurs go from feeling overwhelmed with trying to grow their business to successfully booking their ideal client. I do this by helping them to market their business with Pinterest and marketing systems to make their life and job easier. And I'd love to help you too. All right, let's get started. Hello, hello. I hope everyone is having a productive day today, and I appreciate you taking a little time to join me on this call. So I'm going to go off my notes because I always want to make sure I get to everything. Today, we are going to talk about why you should be using an email list in your marketing of your business and also six ways on how to grow it. So hello, guys. One of the most effective ways to go about getting developing, and keeping clients is an email list. It's one of the biggest marketing tools because you're being delivered directly into their personal space with their permission. That's amazing. It's a direct communication channel between you and your customers. Also, typically those who have signed up on your email list are considered warm leads because again, they gave you permission to get on their email list. It's also the best way of communicating with previous clients, which can be powerful in securing repeat clients, setting up a referral program, or providing new offers to your clients that you already have. So now you know you need an email list. Next is to pick up an email client. I personally started with MailChimp. I started with MailChimp for a couple reasons. The main reason, like, when I first started in 2010, I think it was, is because it was free. Um, but I ended up choosing ConvertKit because I liked the back, back end and how it worked and also what it looked like when it came across to clients. I started with it, the free one, because uh, ConvertKit does have a free option. And I ended up seeing a 32% increase in open rates. With email lists, the size of your email list doesn't matter when it comes to marketing. It, it matters if people are opening it. So when you're looking at analytics for your business, one of those analytics you should look at is open rates because it tells you the health of your email list and how much value people put on the content that you are delivering. Um, so ConvertKit does have a free option to start, which I love, but in order to have any of the automation, which is like nurturing sequences for emails and things like that, you do have to pay for it, but I think it's well worth it. Next, you need to consider ways to grow your list. But before we get to those tips, I want to encourage you to email your list every time you write a blog. And I'm going to say that again for those in the back. <laughs> Every time you write a blog, you should be sending an email to your email list. It is very simple. If you have a blog post that is, you know, 10 tips to XYZ, and for your email list, you're going to do one that says three tips to XYZ. And after you deliver those tips, you have a nice big button at the bottom that says, if you want the other seven tips, just click here and read them on my blog. It helps them, it helps you to get people to click and open because they're being provided with great quality content, but it ends up driving traffic to your blog post, aka your website also, which tells Google 
that it's working, that people are finding your site, that your site is valuable. And sadly, it's all about the algorithms, right? So get people on your email list. One thing to note, your email marketing content contact database does degrade over time. There's no way around it. Your client's email um, addresses change as they move from one company to another, or they opt out of your email communication, or they abandon an email address that they only use to fill out forms. And yes, some people will sign up for an email list to get the freebie and then immediately unsubscribe, but that is fewer and far between. Um, Even me, um, for my wedding photography business, I still have brides on there that I photographed their wedding six years ago. I They're very short emails. Once my clients are have been married, I usually send an email once a month to them, and I send one once a week to people engaged. So you want to make sure your email client can segment the, the, that way as well. As a marketer, it is your job to make sure that you are consistently adding fresh content or contacts to your email list so that you can continue to generate growth of that list and ultimately growth of your business. People will refer from an email. They will forward it to a friend. So don't think that just your email list is all that's going to be potentially seeing your your content that you're sharing there. So now to the tips that you probably came here for. These are tips on how to grow your email list. These are proven opt-in ideas that have worked for many clients that I work with and also myself. So one is a quiz. The fastest and most fun way I've ever grown my list is by using a personality quiz. They're fun, people love them, and you know they work because you've probably taken one yourself on BuzzFeed or somewhere else. For my wedding business, I did what type of bride are you? And it goes between classic and um, modern and um, boho and all the different types. And um, I used Interact, but I used Interact free and the free Interact doesn't let you gather emails. But I didn't want to put all of, I didn't want to pay for Interact in as part of my business. I didn't feel like that's something that was valuable for me at that time. But what it did do is in order to find out what bride you are, it dumps you on my Pinterest, um, full, my Pinterest, um, folder. And so it's great because if they're uh, a, um, classic bride, they go to my classic bride board that has all content that classic brides want to see. And I actually booked two brides from that quiz alone. So it is most helpful if you're using it to grow your email list, but just know that most of the, most of the ones I found out there, you do have to pay to be able to collect their email addresses. Um, and it is true, people will sometimes unsubscribe right after, but most don't, and your ideal client would not unsubscribe, so don't worry about it. The second tip is lead magnets or freebies. Most people know about this. It is an extremely effective way of growing your list, um, and lead magnets can be digital downloads, so we're talking PDFs, checklists, videos, audio files, templates, mini courses, masterclasses, mock-ups, guides, cheat sheets, discounts, and so much more. So you would create your freebie and include the code from your email client to insert it on a blog, because if you have it at the bottom of every blog you have, 
it gives more opportunity to get people on your email list. It doesn't have to just be in your Instagram bio, as an example. The third tip is one that I'm actually working on for my Pinterest business, and it's a vault or resource library. Mine is going to be a resource library, and one of a few of my clients have done this. That's why I'm doing it right now because they have found it effective. But instead of having a you know five to ten to twenty different lead magnets, which you probably do or you may, um, if you're just starting out, you don't don't worry about it. But if you have been around for a little bit and you do have a number of these different lead magnets, you can have them all on one page behind a password, and so people are signing up to get access to your free resource library, and when they put their password into that link on your website then they get every digital download by just clicking the download. Um, it has been really effective and that's why I'm personally trying it. And I wasn't gonna share it because I haven't tried it, but I thought, why not? I am gonna be trying it and maybe you'll find it effective also. Um, and it really saves time with creating a bunch of different lead magnets with all different landing pages. And while I'm on that, I wanna caution everyone, um, ConvertKit, MailChimp, all of them have landing pages for you, um, which is great or it appears to be great because then you just send that link and then people go sign up and automatically get the download and all that stuff. But I would encourage you instead to save the code for that lead magnet from your email client and put it on a landing page you create on your website. One, it does better on Pinterest a lot of times those landing pages on ConvertKit, MailChimp, and all the other email clients don't get as many analytics in Pinterest. They don't get shown as much. But if you have your website link that you, I by far, I did this test myself. When I used my ConvertKit landing page and then I when I used a page on my website, that one got a ton with the same pin. That one got a ton more um, people going to that rather than the landing page that the email client creates. So just a tip there that I didn't even have written down, but has come up. The fourth is challenges. Challenges are so effective um, and you can do them in, in a variety of ways. You can have a live challenge. Um, the thing when you're really busy, the thing that works for me too, is like an email challenge where your system, I use Thinkific, will slowly drip out content each day of the actual live challenge. That has worked incredibly well at building my list without a lot of work from me. <laughs> the other thing is if you do a live, like free um, masterclass, for instance, um, one thing I would suggest you do is to go ahead and take that video, upload it to um, a, you know, link only, not public on YouTube, and then use that link on your website to get more email clients. Use that video as a lead magnet. I did that with my Idea Pens uh, Masterclass and people are still signing up for it and that was a couple months ago. So um, it's still valuable content. If the content changed, I would say make a new video. You don't want to be sharing old content that doesn't work anymore on whatever you're teaching. Um, so that's 
that's all that information on challenges. My fifth tip is masterclass, workshop, webinar, or virtual event. Those type of opt-in ideas require obviously more prep work, more energy, but they are sometimes the best way to get closer to clients working with you. Every time I do a live training, I do have people that end up wanting to work with me with one of my services in some way or my membership um, because they see your style of education and they're one step closer to that no like and trust because they've seen you in action and they've seen you teaching and educating. And if that resonates with them, then they're more inclined to work with you. So um, those do really well. They do require work. So be cognizant of your schedule. And if you're going to do something like that, make sure you have a little bit more time for sure. And then the last way, which can sometimes feel a little icky, is pop-ups on your website blog. Pop-ups can be a nuisance. You feel like you have to wade through all of these cookie notices and ads and things like that. But if you time it right, if you have a pop, I like to do exit pop-ups. And what that means is when someone scrolls on your website, like they're going up to the top to exit out of that browser window, um, the pop-up pops up and says, wait, before you go, would you like to get a free XYZ? Put your email right here. Real quick, that has worked incredibly well for me. I tend to do pop-ups every so often for a month or so, and then I take a break, and then I do a month or so. I don't want it all the time on my window and make sure on my website. And make sure if you're using a pop up that you select and you should in your whatever website thing you have. I have WordPress, and there is a way for me, so there should be a way for you to mark it to not show it to repeat visitors. So for instance, there's um, a, I don't show it to repeat visitors for a certain period of time. And then when I do my pop-up again, two, three, four months later, then it's, you know, it's open. <laughs> um, and also you want to change your lead magnets, if you are going to leave a pop-up on there a long time, you do want to change out what lead magnet you have. So if you have repeat visitors and it does show to them that they're not bored and irritated, that right? They're only, people are only going to be irritated by pop-ups if they, if they're out of control, right? So make sure that you time it appropriately. So that's it for the education portion. If you have any questions live, definitely let me know. Go ahead and just type it in the notes and I would be happy to answer whatever question you have. And it doesn't look like there's any questions. So that's fine. If for some reason you have a question that pops up later on as you're going about your business today, just send me a DM. I'm super happy to help you. And I'm constantly in there um, helping people all the time. So have a great day. Bye. See you later. That's it for today. I hope you have a fantastic day. Get out there and do something good for your business. And if you get a chance, leave me a review or subscribe. I'd love you to come back.